from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Monday, February 1st. I'm Marco Werman. The U.S. expands its missile defense systems in the Persian Gulf region to counter the threat from Iran. Also, what technology can do for Haiti, and what singer Charlotte Gansbourg thinks about her father, Serge Gansbourg. I'm so proud to be his daughter, but it's true that for me to express myself, especially in French, I find it impossible because I'm always reminded of what he has already done, and it's, uh, it's quite hard not to judge yourself. Now this news. BBC News with Zoe Diamond. President Obama has presented Congress with his budget proposals for 2011, saying the United States must learn to live within its means. He said the country could not go on spending as if deficits and waste didn't matter. Mr Obama said America faced serious challenges. It must be prepared for painful cuts and a freeze on most government spending. Kevin Connolly has this from Washington. Barack Obama, buffeted by recent election defeats for his Democratic Party, has a keen political sense of the image he wants to portray on the economy, that of a president forced by circumstance into enlarging America's already huge budget deficit in the short term, while promising in the medium term to reduce it. So his $3.8 trillion budget includes more money for education and scientific research and more for defence programmes, but it also looks forward to eliminating waste and freezing many other domestic programmes. The Somali Islamist group Al-Shabaab has for the first time said that its military campaign should be linked to Al-Qaeda. Al-Shabaab and other Islamist groups are fighting against the transitional government, which is backed by peacekeepers from the African Union. Mary Harper reports. In a statement, Al-Shabaab said what it described as its jihad in the Horn and east of Africa should be combined with Al-Qaeda's international operations. This open alignment with Al-Qaeda suggests that Al-Shabaab is internationalising its campaign. It has previously stated that it wants to establish an Islamic state way beyond the borders of Somalia. It's also attracting an increasing number of foreign fighters and controls more and more Somali territory, including most of the capital, Mogadishu. The United States Armed Forces have resumed medical evacuation flights for Haitians critically injured in the earthquake three weeks ago. A military spokesman said the American authorities had now identified locations where the injured could be taken in the US that would not overwhelm local medical facilities. The White House has dismissed claims that money was the reason for suspending the flights. Chancellor Angela Merkel has said Germany must do everything it can to gather information on tax evaders after a whistleblower offered to sell details of secret bank accounts held by German citizens in Switzerland. Mrs Merkel said it was important to obtain such information. We have to pave the way in discussions on a federal and on a state level. But our aim should be to obtain this information if it is relevant. Mrs Merkel's government has indicated that it's willing to pay for a computer disk containing information on about 1,500 Germans suspected of hiding money in Swiss banks to avoid tax. The Toyota Motor Corporation has apologised for technical problems that prompted a worldwide recall of millions of its cars. In newspaper adverts and television interviews, Toyota executives in the United States said they were sorry for letting consumers down. This is Zoe Diamond with the latest world news from the BBC. 
The Palestinian Authority has signalled a softening in its demands that Israel freeze all settlement construction in the occupied West Bank before peace talks can resume. While repeating his call for a freeze, the Palestinian president, Mahmoud Abbas, has for the first time suggested that such a move would not need to last for more than three months. Israel has said it's restraining construction work. President Mahinda Rajapaksh of Sri Lanka has ordered at least nine senior army officers to retire for campaigning against him in last week's presidential election. A government spokesman said the officers' involvement in party politics had made them a direct threat to national security. Charles Haviland reports from Colombo. The Defence Ministry said a group of officers had been compulsorily retired because they had been working for political parties. Defence officials were unable to give the BBC information on how many were sacked, their names or their ranks. But the statement said they were retired...